Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Right now, that's still to be determined. Uh, we're still determining that um, and, you know, uh, juggling some things around our heads as it relates to the whole group and, and what that looks like for Bryce. Um, certainly, he's at least a four-game guy right now. And depending on what happens in this game, depending on what happens these next few weeks, um, we'll have to make those decisions. But right now, we're... You know, he's in a two-deep, and, you know, that's where we intend to keep him. And then hopefully we can go from there. Final segment here of the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus. That was offensive line coach Greg Austin addressing maybe the potential status of Bryce Benhart playing as a true freshman. And, Nate, I think there are a lot of guys in that boat outside of Wandell Robinson. When you look at true freshmen, maybe Ramir Johnson – who else do you think is for sure going to play more than four games? Boy, for sure going to play more than four. I mean, I, I think right now, I mean, Wandale for sure. I mean, that's that goes without I saying. I think Ramirez is probably Ramir, pretty yeah, close to I, I think, being a slam dunk. Yeah, I think Ramirez is right there. Um, you know, after that, you know, I think it's going to be a, a week by week you know, basis. Darian Chase on the depth chart. Yeah, does Darian that mean Chase is, is he? Is yeah. that mean he's more than four? They're going to rotate bodies through, and kind of have that like a cycling spot with those freshmen that in the secondary. I can see the same thing going on with Quentin Newsom. Yep. Yeah, I think Quentin Newsom will probably play um, more than four. Um, and and the, I think the bottom line for a lot of these freshmen is going to be how involved are they on special teams? And do they want to use the year on just special teams? Well, yeah, and, and uh, Javon DeWitt kind of broke it down a little bit last week uh, where he said, you know, if, if you're a freshman and you're on all the special teams units and you're getting 25 to 30 snaps a game, um, you know, plus maybe, you know, getting some snaps on offense or defense, then it, it's kind of a no-brainer. You, you are bringing enough to the table. It, it, you know, you're playing enough to kind of justify burning your red shirt. But if you're only on a couple special teams and you're not really seeing time on offense or defense, um, then it's probably going to be a deal where they, they cycle you through and, and get you into four games and, and kind of see what you can do. And then, um, you know, after you've played those four, kind of put you back on the shelf a little bit. So uh, for me, I think a lot of those guys, it's, it's going to come down to, you know, just how involved are they on special teams and are they in the mix at all to see time on offense or defense? And the direction of the season. Yeah. Injuries, the way the year's going. I mean, if it's about winning the West and you have to play a guy, you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, I think there's a lot of benefits if you can keep some of these guys for an additional four years after 2019. Absolutely. I think, well, you look at the – shoot, just look at the depth chart right now. I mean, um, well over half that depth chart is comprised of freshmen and sophomores. I mean, it's a, this is a young team. You're only losing – I think I, I, I broke it down. There's, there's 13 seniors listed on the depth chart on offense and defense. And so, and, and there's, um, you know, I think 30 or so 
that are that are freshmen and sophomores. And so, I mean, this is a young team, and and I think if you can if you can kind of continue to you know to hold on to some of those guys' eligibility, um, you know, you're you're going to be tracking in the right direction there going forward. All right, let's talk recruiting weekend, Nate. There won't be any official visitors in Lincoln. Not a shocker. It is an 11 a.m. A lot of high school kids either played their first game last week. Many will be playing their first game this week on Friday night here. Um, what is your thoughts on the weekend? I know about 30 unofficial visitors are expected to be in Lincoln. Yeah, I still think it's going to be a pretty good group of unofficial visitors. And you're going to get, you know, you, know, you look at the commitment list and, and there's a number of guys within the 500-mile radius uh, that are on that list. And those commits are going to be able to, to make it in for the game. Um, you know, and, and there's going to be a, a handful of other, you know, bigger targets for both the 2020 and, and 2021 uh, class that, that make their way to Lincoln. But, um, you know, so I, I think it'll still be a, a decent weekend. But, yeah, that 11 a.m. kick just – it just makes it so hard, even though it's a holiday weekend. Um, if you're playing a game on Friday night, it's just it's nearly impossible uh, to to get into Lincoln for an 11 a.m. game if you have to get on a plane. And, and it's it's just it's so so hard. And we've had this discussion a lot, Nate, on off the air for years. If you're only going to get one swing at a guy, you're not going to bring him in for an 11 a.m. game like this with three really big Big Ten home games: yep. Wisconsin, Ohio State, and Iowa. And then even other opportunities like Northwestern, Northern Illinois, we know is a night game. There are going to be a lot of opportunities, especially with potential facility announcements looming and maybe college game day in Lincoln. Um, you know, you've got the concert before the basketball game going on before Ohio. So, I mean, there's a yep. lot of things that make other weekends much more attractive than Saturday. And that's exactly what we've been seeing. You know, Nebraska is basically doubling down on on the Northern Illinois game and especially the Ohio State game right now. I mean, that seems to be the game where every recruit that I talk to, uh, they're, either, they're either taking their official visit for that game or they're trying to find their way to Lincoln uh, for that night, well, assuming it'll be a night game. Um, you know, Nebraska's hoping it'll be a night game with the way that the, that recruiting weekend is going to be uh, shaping up. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, it, it, it kind of stinks that, that they're unable to, to get guys in for their home opener, but at the same time, there's going to be better opportunities to impress guys and, and their families um, you know, at some games later on in the season. Now, you'll be watching high school football closely here uh, over the weekend. You'll get a chance to see on Thursday this week a lot of guys play. Um, it's a wide-open year, though. When you look at around the state, for Class A particularly, I mean, I, I look at seven, eight teams right now that think they have a chance to win the thing, and, and, it, and, and it's not that far off from that right now. No, it really isn't. I mean, this is probably about as wide open of a year for Class A as I can remember in quite some time. Um, you know, and obviously you, you, you look at Burke, uh, they're still bringing back, you know, some, a, a good team, some playmakers, obviously Xavier Watts. Um, you know, Bell West is, is a high-powered uh, team. You know, the, you can never count those guys out, especially with guys like Xavier. Um, They're loaded. Uh, or, yeah. Bellevue West consensus number one team right now in the state in yep. all, all the major polls. Yep. And uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I think there's probably seven or eight different teams that that are going to have a shot. Um, you know, even uh, like a, a Lincoln Lincoln Southeast is is maybe you know maybe a little bit of an underdog right now or, or a dark horse. Um, Elkhorn South and Elkhorn, West Side. Elkhorn South West Side. Um, you know, Creighton Prep added a. Brian Munson, former Division One defensive coordinator, to be their D coordinator. So there will be their defense will be intriguing to watch here and their opener. I think they open up with uh, they open up with Omaha North. Uh, I think they might. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's some intriguing things to watch across the state with Class A. Now Class B, 
I mean, it seems like Scud in the field right now. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 set in this new structure of Class B. Scud is just set up to 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 win this thing more often than not, just because all of the suburban Omaha teams are now in Class A, other than Omaha Scud. Yeah, and so and then you had, of course, you you know you lose some Class B stalwarts like uh, like a Garrett Snodgrass and um, you know at York and Garrett Nelson out at, at Scott's, Scott's Bluff. will be good still, but this they year. will still be good. McCook yeah. will be good still this yep. year. Yep. So I mean, those are those are two contenders in, in Class B outside of Scott. But yeah, it's going to be hard to to beat the Skyhawks this this year. So. Um, yeah, Class B not nearly as wide open as, as Class A. Now you look at some of these high-profile guys. How many will be in Lincoln? Do you know? I mean, Teddy Prohaska, Avante Dickerson. I mean, some of the guys. AJ that, Rollins. Will they will they be at this opener right now? Do you know? Yeah, yeah. So all, pretty much all those all those guys are, are going to be in Lincoln uh, for the home opener. At least that's that's their plan as of now. Obviously, things always kind of change or can change. Um, you know, circumstance, different circumstances kind of come up, but uh, yeah, a lot of the players, especially the the in-state guys that, that they have offered already, uh, will be in for the game. Well, lots to keep track of here. Make sure you're logged on to HuskerOnline.com as we'll have everything leading up to Saturday's 11 a.m. game uh, here with South Alabama, and then obviously all the post-game coverage with reaction thoughts and recruiting coverage. So check us out on HuskerOnline.com. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.